Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fitspiration Podcast. I am your host, Ashia J, owner and creator of Ashia J Afrocardio LLC and certified group fitness instructor. This is your podcast where health and wellness meet fitness and culture. We're talking fitness, we're talking dance, we're talking wellness, we're talking food, we're talking music and transformation with hopes to give you some inspiration, motivation, and information. So let's get into our first segment, Fitspiration. This is the segment where we talk about you and the fitness world around you, your experience with fitness, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, your journey to fitness, or your fitness journey. And this is where I like to give you some information that not only helps you physically, but mentally, right? Because when we think of fitness and making any kind of changing, um, or I should say changes, that's what we call transformation. And I'm going to have another segment on transformation later, but I want us to think about how transformation works, right? It starts in our mind first, so we experience it mentally and then physically. So that's what the Fitspiration segment is all about. How do we connect the mental to the physical thinking about fitness, but this fitness world and where do I fit or what does that feel like? So welcome to the second episode of the Fitspiration podcast. This episode's Fitspiration segment is going to be called Sexy Senior Citizens. I have my first podcast guest, my mother, Denise Lovejoy, who actually is the one who coined the phrase sexy senior citizens as it comes as it as it relates to fitness in the senior citizen um, community. So today we are going to talk about what it feels like, what it means to be a sexy senior citizen and being involved in your health and your wellness and your fitness when you're at that 60 plus age bracket group. So hello, mom. Hello. How are you? I am fine in yourself. I am well. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. This is the second episode, but you're my first guest, right? And you have been my biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter through and through from day one. So you already know I'm excited to have you here today. Just, of course, another level of the wonderful support that you have been giving me through and through since um, I became a certified group fitness instructor, since I started the the um, Afro Cardio Dance Fitness brand and all of that. So just so excited to be here, for you to be here. I can go on and on, but we're just going to get right into our first segment um, of Fitspiration. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and then um, maybe about your thoughts on fitness and health and what your um, fitness routine looks like. Well, thank you. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you. It is a pleasure to be your first guest and I'm honored uh, to speak upon different issues at hand. Um, basically, I am retired at two, pre-COVID. I actually retired 1231 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 62 years old. 
I am a mother of two, Ashia and my son, Matthew Moyer. Um, I do now have time on my hands. It's so mm -hmm. surreal. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about how you how I address it, different segments or how I feel, but I do many. So I can, I'm a chatterbox and I keep going, going. So okay. if you want to like. Yeah. Well, just a little bit of uh, information for the listeners. Um, as far as when we think about special populations in fitness, right? So there's a couple. You have your um, pregnant population, which are women who are expecting. They require um, a special kind of fitness. You have your um, population that um, is basically just getting into fitness and may have some health challenges. And then you have your senior citizen uh, population. So today we're speaking specifically to the senior citizen population because, you know, people think, oh, you know, after after a certain age, like you shouldn't really do so much work now because you got to go easy on yourself. But really, the more you work out, the better it is and more beneficial for you um, as you age. So when we talk about the special population of the 60 plus community, um, it's important to know that to keep that sexy, <laughs> you have to keep working out. And so programs for older adults should actually be the same or include the same components um, as younger adults. Uh, these components include strength, flexibility, mobility, balance. And in the senior citizen community, there's actually an emphasis on these components because, um, you know, we want to have the prevention of the muscle loss or the bone density. So what do you find helpful to you as far as movement as a senior citizen? That's a good question. When you retire, your life changes. You become less active because you're not getting up, going to work, dealing with the family. Maybe, you know, it's, uh, by the time you retire, of course, most of your children are grown. But then you're still transitioning and transforming to another level of trying to figure out what to do with your life. Because now your time is all of yours. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that. And so with that being in mind, what you have to do is find a way to incorporate movement. Uh, it's a myth that... You don't do anything. Just sit around. That's not good to do. Even if you have ailments and you are sore, you have arthritis, you deal with different things, you do not stop moving. Movement, it's better to move in pain than not to move because if you don't move, you're going to substitute yourself to bone density, lack of movement, arthritis. When I have arthritis in the back and, and I have other uh, medical challenges with my spine mm -hmm. and even though I'm in pain, I move. Movement helps how you are. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we got to look for ways to move. Keep mm -hmm. it simplistic. Meaning if you're walking around mopping and sweeping, make your strokes more elongated or move longer, you know, or when you're walking. Your range of motion. Range That's your range of motion. That's your range of motion. When you're sitting on at TV, my daughter taught me through Afroflex to just move your neck. 
left to the right to the middle, left to the right to the middle. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it uh, strengthens your neck. It prevents the chicken neck that we get. Mm -hmm. Do arm lifts while you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. All this doesn't have to be strenuous. Just basic yeah. stuff with your body. When you walk, instead of walking regular, March to the bathroom. Actually, hup march. One, hup two, two hut three, <laughs> hut four. Yes, get those absolutely. Knees up. Get yeah, those knees yeah. up. And you always know. modify as needed, but definitely get those knees up and engage the core, the arms, whatever it may be. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what you do. Fine way. And something really is at your, it doesn't take money to move. That's right. the key. Yeah. You go outside and when you take out your trash, take a walk around your house. I take a walk around <laughs> my block. Yeah. Seven times. Not my block, just my just my area because of safety. You know, yeah. and do it in the daytime or the afternoon. Don't do any walking at night. I'm notorious <laughs> for doing it whenever I want to. And my and the shit gets yeah. on me. Yes, I so do. safety is best. But safety take a walk. first. Especially walk. for our senior citizens. If you're taking a walk. Please try to do it in the morning or the afternoon. I have always have to sometimes remind my mother, nighttime is not the time to be taking your walks. <laughs> I want you to exercise and move, but not, <laughs> not at night. So yes, do it during the day when the sun is out, when folks can see you and have your phone on you, have your keys readily available, but there's nothing like getting out there and taking that walk and getting some fresh air. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another key thing is when you retire, you are eligible for different benefits. And through yes. Medicare and Medicaid, they have programs where gym membership is free. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you yeah. need to call your benefit plan, find out what they have. Yeah. They promote that, but mm -hmm. we don't tap it because we don't think about it. Mm -hmm. So as I'm speaking to the audience, please get on the phone, mm -hmm. call your benefits. Find out how you can. They have free programs where they pay only five dollars, and you and then you. It may be a smaller amount. It may be twenty five dollars a so month. So it's like that, free to like twenty five dollars, where they work with your benefits, and as a senior citizen, they have those programs where you can go to the gym for basically a, a essentially a discounted membership, for lack of better words. Which is sometimes five dollars or free. Right, right, and something. While we're speaking about the going to the gyms as a senior citizen, um, as a certified group fitness instructor, I would like to recommend water workouts. Uh, water workouts are very, very easy on your uh, bones and your joints, but they provide a very good cardio and strengthening component. Um, I remember there for a little bit, mom, when you first retired, you were checking out Central Penn and you enjoyed doing their aqua aerobics class. Yes. And I was like, mom, that's so awesome. You know, go as much as you can because, you know, I do Afro cardio. You're there with me, Afro cardio. You know my moves. You could probably teach my class if I couldn't, right? So I know you have Afro cardio. You know a lot about the cardio. You get that. We have Afro flex. But on the days where you're not with me, you're not working out with me doing Afro cardio, I was very excited to have you because I know, you know, you have your ailments, like you said, with your surgeries, to have you go over there to Central Penn and participate in their aqua aerobics because I know um, the benefit of that. And, you know, I've, I'm, I, I haven't done it because I'm not a senior citizen, not that I couldn't do aqua aerobics, but I, my main thing is Afro cardio, but I hear people that I've worked with uh, senior citizens that say, oh my gosh, I love my aqua class. When I'm doing it, I don't feel tired. But then when I get out of the pool, I feel so uh, relaxed and I can feel 
you and know, that I, and revived. Yeah. And I can feel that um, I actually did something and the water is also good. Um, the pool should be set at a warmer temperature somewhere between like, I think like 60 to 80 degrees. So it's not your typical like, well, maybe 60 is a little low, I'm guessing here. But <laughs> the point <laughs> of the matter is, is it's not your typical jumping in the cold pool on a summer day. It's exactly. specifically cater to warm those muscles and um, work out. So yes, that's, that is a very good point. Thank you for yes. mentioning that. So check what kind of membership you can get with any of these local gyms. Mm -hmm. You have it through the Medicare or Medicaid benefit. Just check it out. You mm -hmm. know, um, it's called Silver Sneakers, I think is one of the programs mm -hmm. that I'm speaking about. But mm -hmm. Edna has one. Mm -hmm. Just check those benefits that you have and seek to see what you can find. Mm -hmm. It's all about seeking. Mm -hmm. And then incorporate that. But then, you know, if you don't feel like getting out, just incorporate little simplistic movements. At your home. At your well, home. you have your, your own little gym going on here <laughs> at your home. So can you tell us what are some of your equipment, your workout equipment that you do here in your own home? Absolutely. I have my little dumbbells that only three, three pounds each. Hey, you that know. works. That works. I have uh, a mat. That mm -hmm. I, and you go, can get these items at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. I have a mat and I have the ball, that big ball to do to strengthen the lower body. Mm -hmm. It's excellent. I have a glider. Oh, yes, that glider. Ooh, that <laughs> glider gets you. Like, do not sleep on the glider. Like, I know you guys can't see us, but if I could show you this glider, that glider is serious. Yes. And yes. <laughs> I had the old version, but, the, yes. and you know, and you don't have to spend all that money. Look online, Amazon. You can buy a used glider because they oh, all do yeah. the same stuff. They do. People think you gotta buy this expensive. Yeah, they are expensive. So you, you don't buy. need a you don't need a Peloton. No, I don't need a Peloton. <laughs> no, you can find a Peloton if it's for at a cheaper price. Yes, yeah. it's, but yeah. I have the glider. I got, think I got it for seventy five dollars. <laughs> Well, that's definitely cheaper than a Peloton. Yeah, so for look sure. around to fit your budget. It's all mm -hmm. about because you have less money to spend. You're on a budget, mm -hmm. and then so you look for ways. and And seventy five actually came from a girlfriend. She didn't want it. She never used it. I mm -hmm. said, "Can you use use it?" And she was going to sell it online. And even though she would have given it to free for free, mm -hmm. I gave her something towards it because I still want her to make some money off it. Right. You know, right. business is business. Right. But I have my little glider down in the basement. Yeah. And now, um, because of my medical challenge, I uh, partake in physical therapy. They taught me some unique things. Mm -hmm. And it's stepping and stretching. I use a lot of bands, resistant bands. Yes. For yes. my legs, mm -hmm. for my arms. Mm -hmm. So just go to, if you don't go through PT, just go to Rite Aid or Rite CVS, Aid, Dicks, buy those CVS. dicks. Get those resistance. Even and it shows. Five Below has them. Yes, and, mm -hmm. and they show you. Rosses. Yes, things you can do, absolutely, yeah. to build your muscles. You were saying that the CVS, they actually have like the little booklet that comes with the workout equipment to show you how to do it. So like... If a senior citizen is working out at a gym or maybe even taking a flexibility class with me, I could essentially show them the moves, but then it's very important for them to also be able to go home and do it. I think we have to remember, too, that senior citizens are very um, dedicated. However, sometimes with their challenges, they might not be able to make it to the gym. So that's why that's true. it's important that they have these skills that they can take home and do in a in a moderation, of course. And you mentioned your dumbbells. 
even though they're three pounds, that is very significant. Um, when we talk about different um, things that happen in the senior citizen population, sacropenia is one of the things which is muscle loss. And so when you're doing strength training, you're building those muscles um, throughout the body, but specifically when you were talking about marching and squatting and doing that, you also want to build that, keep that muscle strength in your legs because one of the early signs of sacropenia is falling down. Yes. And we know that that is, it's a concern for the senior citizen, the sexy, I must put that sexy on there. Sexy, sexy senior citizen. <laughs> I go sexy. by that. Yes, I'll claim sexy. that. Yes. Gray yes. hand all. Yep. Yep. Yes. That's absolutely sexy senior citizen. Yes. I get a little chuckles for that. People think about it, but you maintain your sex and people think everything stops. Maintaining your, your sexiness. Like we talk about bringing your sexy back. Get your sexy. sexy keep your sexy. If you lose your sexy, get it back. And then when you're a senior citizen, maintain it. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Maintain your maintain, sexy as a senior yes. citizen. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Maintain that sexy walk. Maintain that sexy is not just just. It's not meaning sex, it means to, to the alluring part of you, mm -hmm. the sexy part, the smile. Mm -hmm. You know, we get down and out and depressed because we can't move around, so you're not not smiling yeah, anymore. So yeah. you're losing your sex, and a smile is sexy. So would you say that working out is a big component of feeling healthier and sexy and maintaining that sexiness as a senior citizen? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. can't go when I say that, but you know it's true. It's you true. see me. It's true. Yeah. One thing about mom, she going to let you know she's sexy. Listen, <laughs> if you've ever been to my class or whatever, if you're not even listening locally, because I know I have listeners who've probably never taken my class, but the point is this. Mom's going to come with matching head to toe in her workout outfit. There's number one. Her jewelry's going to match, okay? And if she has something on her head, her, her head tie band is going to match, and her shoes are going to match, and you're going to look at her and be like, she looks really sexy. And she's going to say, thank you. It's my, I'm a sexy senior citizen. So when we say sexy senior citizen, my mother is definitely going to be maintaining her sexy senior citizen-ness through and through. Um, so and it's attitude. Oh, it's really attitude. That's yeah. really the power. Yeah. You know, if you don't think you're sexy because you don't think it. It's mm -hmm. an attitude. It's mm -hmm. an attitude. Mm -hmm. I know we were getting old. You look in the mirror, you see the sag. You mm -hmm. see this sagging, that sagging. Mm -hmm. But then you think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sexy. And then when you think I'm sexy, the attitude, you're going to start working and maintaining that sexiness. Mm -hmm. It's all mental. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all mental. Yeah. It's yeah. all mental. And with the thing with transformation is transformation, you cannot have transformation without mentally transforming your mind first. Correct. Right? You have to think it. You have to feel it. Like you said, get up in the mornings. Even say, I am a sexy senior citizen. Right? That could be your affirmation right there for the day. And because getting older is a blessing. Um, Absolutely. When I hear senior citizens say anything that is not on the positive side about their age or something. And even if they're not necessarily 60 yet, like 50 or whatever, I say, but you know, you're beautiful and it's a blessing because some people don't even make it 
at all. I mean, when I say at all, they're not making it to 50 whatsoever to even claim that sexiness or even to embrace, excuse me, um, the aging process or what that feels like or what that looks like or switching and you know, when you retire, like you said, it hit you like a light bulb. Like, I have so much time on my hands. Like, I can't just sit here. I know some people like to do Sudoku or the word find. I do that too. I that's a mental. Do. That's part of mental health. That I do. We'll talk about that yeah. in another segment. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. part of yeah. how I keep busy. Yes. Yeah. Right now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's, yeah. That's interesting yeah. you should and, say that. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is, and that, and that's a big part of it. Or you know, they do the wordle or whatever they got going on with the word games. And that is a big part of it because it's all mind, body, and soul. But you don't just want to sit there because even if you were at a desk job or whatever you were doing, it's still significantly more time on your hand as a retiree. Eight hours. You got to yeah. figure out what to do with eight hours. That's what we don't yeah. think about. Yeah. Now you're not working. You got eight hours. Let's add on two to get ready for two to get back to get home. Mm -hmm. So you're talking eight, 12 hours of your life is now different. Different. <laughs> it's different. different. It's just different. It's just different because other different. hours remaining out of 12, you yeah. with the family, you sleep. Yeah. So take like maximum, minimum six hours of that 12 remaining yeah. that you did have. Now you got a whole 12 hours yeah. of doing what should I do? Yeah. And that's when mental health becomes a problem, mm -hmm. which we're going to address yeah. that. That's mental, such a, yeah. it's we're a gonna segue. Talk about, we're going to talk, talk about, about that. the mental health in the Because it affects, segment. suicide rates are high with senior citizens. Okay. They don't talk about that. Okay. And see, I haven't done my research on that, but that is interesting. You should you should say that. I mean, not to go on sad mode here because <laughs> we try to keep it nice and light on the Fispiration podcast. But it's knowledge. But it is knowledge. It is knowledge. And sadly enough, you know, when people retire, you might hear of some people who didn't get to live out their retirement to the fullest of how they would have liked to. And so that's another thing. We want the senior citizen community to retire the retirees to still be full of life and happiness and joy and really enjoying the best part of your life. Yes. You know, cause you're sexy. Sexy. It's like sexy. I'll tell you what's sexy. What I think is real sexy about retirement is that you could still get a coin and not get up and go to work. Yes. That's that, is a, that is so that's surreal. Real that's a real <laughs> set. That is really, that's just a shocker to me. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. budget, right? You will find out if ever you plan your life, right? And it's just is so much to just, uh, just being, being retired, and retire and different elements like yeah. that you should have retired. Yeah. I should have retired earlier than I yeah. did, but I didn't. Yes, yes, yes. But you know what? The beautiful part about your story with retirement, you, you were heading out December 2019, which was pre-COVID. You were officially done January 2020. We got to celebrate that before the shutdown. And then March 2020, COVID hit and we were quarantined, but... I don't even know where I was going with that. It the point is you still were able to maintain through and through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I found how to do time with my hand. Yeah. We, we came together as a family. We enjoy each other. We're yes. shut down, but we we um, develop ourselves. Right. Right. I right. sit there and watch you work. Right. 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 Absolutely. My Absolutely. son lived his best life. Right. You know, I lived through my children. I had something to do. People say. 
Well, you do. I said, I'm busy. Right. They said, busy what? I said, they, they, they thought you weren't busy because you were retired, but yeah. we were, you were surely still busy and enjoying your retirement in this new chapter of your life. And I was busy so, doing nothing, but it was something. Right. Nothing right. mean. I wasn't getting up doing something for somebody else. Right. I was doing it for me. Focus so if I chose to do something because I wanted to do it, right. if I want to sit here and do nothing, that's doing something for nothing. Absolutely. And it's okay. Yep. After 35 years, that's okay. Absolutely. 20 years, when you retire. Whenever you retire. Whenever you retire. Yes, yes. Well, is there anything you would like to add about, you know, your fitness? You talked about your flexibility, the strengthening with your dumbbells. Um, you did mention that you have some arthritis. Is there anything? Well, I kind of segued that into the uh, water aerobics, but is there anything that you do specifically for that? Or would you say with you going to therapy now, physical therapy for other things, has that helped it in any way? Yes, but what really helped it to be truthful, mm -hmm. I want to thank you because I came to you and was practically crying about my pain mm. and you created a workout plan afroflex for did. me yeah That's that guy right. gave you did and then when i did physical oh. therapy i said my daughter taught me this i know this one and so <laughs> because of your certification who you are i was already taken care of it's just i understood more they added more to yeah. it yeah they added yeah. more more than because I didn't always dance. I was on a ball on a flat table doing ball movements. And right. that's not part of your routine. Right. But they, everything you have taught me, they did for me. I was already doing it. Right. So a little Go bit of background. Hey. Yeah. So a little bit of background. What mom is referring to is when she was going through the pain that she has. Um, still has. And she still has. I did. I essentially created her own workout, kind of like if you had a personal trainer, they would create their own workout for their clients. So because my mother was suffering so bad and we were quarantined, I said, you know what? I, I'm not, I mean, I was going to work during the day, but other than that, I had a lot of time on my hand. When I said going to work, we were virtual. I said, I'm going to go ahead and create a very catered, modified flexibility workout for my mother that she can do to help alleviate her pain and um at least subsided at least i'm sorry alleviate is what, that means completely gone it's yes. not completely gone it but will never least, be gone but it's right, subsided and that's why you had to move because i was severe now it's not as yeah. severe I'm and it needed to be something different from the afro cardio but what was yes. interesting was I had already had pre-COVID, I had already had so many people asking me about modified and low impact. And I would say, well, you know, I give modifications and you can do the workout low impact to your ability, which is something that I always say through and through at every class. But when I became like intentional and focused to what your needs were for your pain and where you were telling me you were hurting, I was like, you know what? I know what I do in the warm up. I know what I do in the cool down. How could I integrate and pull that together and make it a flexibility workout that would alleviate the pain? Not, I don't want to say relieve it, but help ease the pain and the stretching. Yes. And so stretching. that's actually how Afroflex was birthed because I took what I knew from the Afro cardio side. And just as a group fitness instructor, I think 
I have been studying to be a group fitness instructor off and on for two years. So I had I had the knowledge and then I, I actually got the, the certification. But knowing what I knew as a group fitness instructor and teaching fitness, I used that to then birth Afro Afroflex. And so when you were talking about when you went to therapy, you're like, oh, yeah, I know. My daughter already taught me that. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, I use my knowledge as as a trained professional. So it warms my heart to hear that. And when I was doing Afroflex, it was launched virtually because it launched in during COVID. Yes, it did. And I had senior citizens who have said that was like the best flexibility workout they ever have done i had people who weren't senior citizens who like the the low impact dance component i've had people tell me that afro flex made them work harder than afro cardio which is interesting but that's just because the mood or is the full range of motion like you were talking about earlier in the segment and um when we don't we don't always incorporate a full range of motion into our activities of daily living. So when you do it in an intentional, when you do it intentionally in a flexibility workout, it could feel more like more of a workout than a cardio workout. But I say all that to say, I am happy that I was able to cater a workout specifically for your needs. And I'm just grateful for you and your support. And I and that was absolutely the least I could do for you with all the support Aww. that you have given me for this journey. And it, and it makes me proud to say, yes, Afroflex was initially created specifically for my mother during COVID. And more to come and is more now we're modified mom. Yeah, yeah. And yes. she's going, we're going to, we're working on some other things as well. You know, the brand is just, it's here to grow and it's here to help others and it's yes. here to inspire and that's what the Fispiration podcast is all about and if you are interested in a flexibility workout um afroflex is available on demand on vimeo um i will have the link up with the podcast it's also um on social media which is my facebook and my instagram and it's also on my website as well and basically what it is is it's a flexibility workout that incorporates low impact uh dance moves which do come from the afro afro cardio part of it um it's we intentionally stretch out the whole entire body from head to toe and when i say head we're starting with the neck (laughs) to the shoulders to the elbows i have an elbow stretch because we don't realize that when we're carrying our bags that's weight on your elbows and your wrists elbows wrists core um lower back, excuse me, hips, glutes, legs. I even have a stretching for your ankles because we're on our ankles all day. Mm -hmm. Our ankles carry all of our weight all day, every day. So, um, and and then the workout is done to the relaxing sound, staying true to the culture of um, Afro cardio, of African drums. And then there's that mind-body component and we take some time to just breathe and stretch and show gratitude as well and love um, to our body. So that's what Afroflex is all about. I will say that I do highly, highly recommend it for the senior citizen population. I do. Yeah, It, it works. It really works. Yeah. 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 And once again, I, I just thank you that you took time on uh, your busy day to show mom or mommy um, yes. how to, like she said, like I said, 
I always have the pain, but it's not as intense, mm-hmm. and it helps. I can move better. Mm-hmm. So movement is good. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yes. No matter how much pain you're finding a little, a good way to move. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you, Mom, for joining me um, on the Fitspiration Podcast. We're not done yet. We're going to take a little bit of a, a, a pause here. I mean, you guys won't know it's a pause, but we're going to take a pause, drink some water, and then we're going to come back for the, uh, for the culture uh, segment. Thank you. Okay, so let's get into the For the Culture segment of the Fitspiration Podcast. Fitspiration Podcast is where health and wellness meets fitness and culture. So on this episode, we're going to touch a little bit on the culture. And the culture um, is tied into this month of April. April is National Minority Health Month. Let me try that again. That MMM got me. April is... National Minority Health Month. This is the month where we raise awareness about health disparities that continue to affect people from ethnic minority groups and encourages action through health education, early detection, and um, control of diseases. So that's the physical component, but I am also thinking about the mental component. Just last week on April 7th, 2022, the Honorable Judge Katani Brown Jackson was confirmed as the first United States, the first black woman to sit on the United States Supreme Court. And when I think about the Honorable Judge Katani Brown Jackson, I think about her process and being confirmed and how mentally strong she had to be and how ironic that April is National Minority Health Month and here we have our first minority woman to sit on the U.S. Supreme Court. And while she was going through this process, and this is just my opinion, I felt that there was definitely like a mental struggle where her mental health was at stake Maybe she was even mentally abused by some of the other people who essentially did not want her to have this seat. Uh, She had to remain very strong, very poised, very stable, very confident and resilient. And to be able to sit in that space for weeks surely had to take a toll on her mental health in some capacity. So when we think about this month of being Minority Health Month, yes, the physical component, but then also the mental component. And we as minorities, as in with physical health, we struggle differently mentally when it comes to our health. So first and foremost, congratulations to the Honorable Judge Katani Brown-Jackson and Shout out to her friends and family and her husband that were supporting her all along the way because this was a very taxing time on her, I'm sure. So to that end, I still have my mother here with me. Uh, How does that connect with you as a Black woman and mental health and sitting in a position or a seat of power um as a minority woman how, how what is your take 
on mental health when it comes to the job setting or the career setting? Yeah. That was a, that's a good question. Very good question. And the 35 years at the Commonwealth, there were some challenges that were good. I had to overcome those challenges and it was difficult sometimes, but I realized what I did, I took a mental health break. Mm. And what that means is, yes, indeed, I was in the leadership role. Manager, I had a staff. I was mm -hmm. a manager mm -hmm. uh, for most of my career at the Commonwealth of PA. Mm -hmm. But needless to say, um, my staff, they took off where they want, but I didn't have that that liberty to do so mm -hmm. i want to make sure my ship ran well so i was always there but every now and then i felt mentally distraught mm. and i would actually call off and i would tell my boss man i need to take a time off and because of the privacy act he would he didn't want to get into it the details but he said what's wrong can i do anything and i would tell him to be quiet with you I have my physical challenge, but this is because I just need a mental health day. I would tell him. I would actually tell him, yeah. I'm sick of dealing what's coming at me. Mentally. I'm sick I'm sick mentally. Yeah. I, I don't want to deal. I don't want to come out of character. Mm -hmm. It's best for me not to come in. Right. And I will be up front. And he was taken back about it. But then when I did call, he said, okay, Denise, take your time. I understand. He got it. Because mm -hmm. people don't think like that. We always take... Oh, because all oh, this hurts and that hurts. I took I'm off because I I'm or my kids are sick and right. like I tend to that. Right. But I actually took a day because I do not want to be bothered, bothered right. at all. You needed a mental break, and you you even said that to us as children coming up, and you explained to us even back then what mental health days were, and I think we got it. But I, it's interesting because I only ever heard that terminology from you as my mother coming up. And even through my adolescent years and going to school, it wasn't until I became a, a teacher in my career where I'm like, okay, this is what mom meant coming up when she would have to take those mental health days. And now fast forward, it, you know, it, was, it still wasn't a term back then 15 it years ago, it. you know. But now fast forward to 2022, it is such a big term. Like now it's not taboo to literally just be like, I'm taking a mental health day. I'm taking a mental health week. Like it's encouraged actually. Um, I think especially in the black community with the Black Lives Matter movement, people were encouraging um, blacks to, or people of color, whoever, to take the mental health day that they needed because showing up to work every day as that minority when things were going on and you see your people getting killed, that was mentally taxing. Taxing, it was. You know, and that that's kind of where it started for us. Um, but it's important for everybody to take a mental health day as needed. But specifically, since we are on the For the Culture segment, I just couldn't help but to think of how being a Black woman and taking that mental health day is very important because we face our own unique struggle. Yes. That's just the bottom line. Um, you know, so because of that, and, and um, Judge Katani Jackson Brown or Brown Jackson is a prime example of that. I feel like her mental health was probably more taxed than anybody that was up to be confirmed for that seat on the U.S. Supreme Court, specifically because she was a black woman. 
But she was qualified. But she was qualified. She was actually overqualified. And and that's why, you know, it, it's interesting to see that someone has to go through so much mentally and be torn down. And I can confidently say this because we see pictures and videos of her crying, you know? So what else is going on? You know, someone crying, you're sad. Something is happening to you in that mental space. So I, I just I just thought, you know, how interesting it is for her to be confirmed in April, which is National Minority Health Month. And of course, I'm taking a different spin on it and incorporating um, mental health into that as well, not just physical, because when your mental is not right, your physical is probably not right exactly. either. You know, and we talked about, um, and we talk about a lot how transformation starts in the mind. So again, I, I can confidently say based on the pictures and videos of her crying, something was going on with her mentally in that moment. So congratulations to her. It is my hope now that um, Judge Jackson goes ahead and takes some time for herself and celebrates herself with some self-care. Uh, it appears she has a very supportive um tribe of family and friends and her husband that are all there for her this is going to be quite the journey for her but it is it is assuring to black women everywhere that while we do have our own unique struggle with mental health we can still get whatever it is that our heart desires and what we want and that that's the that's the inspiration that comes from um honorable judge katani brown jackson so um so yeah, so again, thank you, mom, for sharing what your take on mental health is and taking Find that, that day. Yes. Yeah, taking that time off in that day to just say, I'm shutting it down. And that means for you. That doesn't mean for the husband or the wife or oh, the yeah. children or yeah. friends. If you don't, have, you know, if you, or anyone that that's your. I call it the love circle. Those people you love, your love circle, and they mm -hmm. have a they have a problem always taking a woman's time because mm -hmm. we're always the individual always care we wake up thinking about others before mm -hmm. we think about ourselves mm -hmm. so you got to shut down find that moment five minutes just to be silent and breathe right you know listen to that inspirational music and exercise with the shia for five minutes she has different <laughs> takes on to, to sometimes you just want to sit in that space of silence, silence. Though, because when you're mentally drained you have to take that time first before you can get up and physically move. So, you know, when we're enduring throughout the day, like you said, as the mother, as the employee, as the wife, you know, we just need the time to just sit and just breathe, like you said, and, 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 and release. So to all the black women out there and any minority women of color, I'm just keeping it on the minorities because April is National Minority Health Month. My message to you is that we have our own unique struggle when it comes to the workforce mentally, and that's okay. But how we overcome it is making sure that we take that time intentionally for our own self-care. Amen. In closing to episode two of the Fitspiration podcast, we are going to close out with our Fitspiration affirmation. And today, mom, you are going to share what your inspiration, fitspiration is, um, things that keep you uplifted or encouraged or a message you would like to share. I have four words. They are live, laugh, love, and 
I'm adding joy because my name is Love Joy. Mm -hmm. You live your life, laugh throughout your journey of life, love your life as you laugh, enjoy, incorporate joy while you live, laugh, love, and have joy with it. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was a pleasure, Mom. That is so awesome. Love Joy. What a beautiful name to represent how we can live our life and be inspired, you know? And that's that it truly is you. You are full of love and joy and you exude you exude that energy all the time and others just gravitate towards it and see it. So that that's awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, my queen. Of Thank you, my queen. <laughs> we own our queenship. Yes, 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 yes. So this episode's Fitspiration affirmation is this. Appreciating my body more often encourages my happiness. For every flaw I want to change, I can find at least Three things that are amazing about my body and focus on those instead. The more I acknowledge what a magical blessing it is to be healthy and alive, the happier I naturally feel. Judgment no longer has a place here. It's time to appreciate my soul's home. I hope you were uplifted, inspired, and informed. Thank you for joining me today. Follow me on Facebook at Ashia J Afrocardio. That's Ashia A S H I A J Afrocardio A F R O C A R D I O. Follow me on Instagram at Ashia J underscore Afrocardio. And you can visit my website at www.ashiajafrocardio.com.